Hey, everybody, Dave Hagen here. We're going to talk more about goals this week. It's important. That's today on the Financial Wellness Podcast. Welcome to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to the financial success. Here is your host, financial problem solver and talk show host, Dave Hagan. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the Financial Wellness Podcast, or the TFWP, as we like to think about it. We're coming to you today from Van Nuys, California, Venice, California, San Diego, California, and Woodland Hills, California. Who would have think? All over California coming together to put together the TFWP to give you something interesting to listen to and think about this week. And who do we have here coming to us from Venice? Who that over there? <laughs> How's it going, Dave? Happy New Year, everybody. Hey, same, same. Happy New Year to you, Brian. And San Diego? That's me, Dave. How you doing? How you doing, Brian? Good to see you, Nick. It's been uh, it's been several weeks actually since uh, we've had a chance to get everybody together. It's good to see everybody. Good to start the the new year um, out strong. So um, I want to talk more about goals. Last week I I ran solo on the on the podcast and talked about um, goals, and I want to spend some more time talking in a little more general way, perhaps about it. Maybe not all the technical stuff, but uh, a little more general kind of way. And, and, and why now? Well, I think it's because it's, it's the beginning of the new year. It's, it's on everybody's mind. It's fresh. It's a new start. Yeah. Dave, I'm going to do a quick interruption here. And you know, this is my pet peeve. You can start fresh at any time. It doesn't have to be just new year's or January 1st. So that's all I'm going to say. It's going to stop. You said that before and you said again, so true, so true. And you can even halfway through the year, three quarters of the way through the year, you can start fresh and, and put together a new set of goals. But it does seem to me at the beginning of the year, everybody's talking about New Year's resolutions. And I really like the natural break of things starting a, a new year, having to learn how to write 2022 on checks again. Um, a lot of our listeners are probably going, what's a check? But it's, it's something that you like, write the date and fill in an amount and somebody's name, and then they can take it to their bank and that they deduct money out of your, your bank account uh, for those of our true Gen Xers out there. But it's a good time. And I like it. It's a great time of year. And it's a good time to talk about goals, it seems to me, because look, we're in the second week of the year. That means we're already 4% done with 2022. Now, a lot of people are going, hey, what's 4%? You know, I could do 4% standing on my head, but 4% could be the difference between getting a like a B plus and an A minus in school. Or as you're looking at what goals you achieved at the end of the year, I'd rather be getting an A plus having started a little earlier than uh, just getting the old B plus, which is normally what I usually got back in school. But uh, I think it's a good thing to talk about this, to start thinking about it even a little bit more more than what we talked about last week. So remember last week, what we said was 
Um, goals are, are something that should spring from your tombstone statement or perhaps your current and final or potential tombstone statements. And we talked about the fact that they need to be specific, clear, measurable, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And if you want to revisit that, go to last week's podcast and listen to episode 501, because we talked about that with a lot more specific information. And then we talked about last week, how to supercharge those goals, because that was the topic last week, how to supercharge those goals, how to make sure that they really get into your head and that you really you know, go after them. So we've talked about the process in general a little bit, and we're going to be a little more anecdotal today. Uh, but first, I want to talk a little bit about my process. Now, everybody's different, and this isn't the, the exact way to do it. But uh, just to give somebody an idea of, you know, what a person might go through. So when I was putting together my goals this year, I started with the general vision of myself, the current and the, and the future tombstone statements, how I would like to be seen by others currently and in the future. And then I decided generally what my journey would be this next coming year to get me down that road. So I have a general statement about what I want to do or what I want to accomplish by the end of the year. And then I broke it down. I broke these goals down or this general goal down into each facet of my life. So for example, and these were just general goals, not financial goals per se. The first thing I talked about was, you know, physical goals. And yeah, yeah, I want to lose 15 pounds like everybody else. But there were also more important things like, hmm, what I might need to see a doctor this next year for. Are there any specific things? Uh, how much caffeine do I want to take in? How much alcohol, for that matter, do I want to take in? For you guys, it might be other substances that, that you guys want to limit taking in. For me, it was blood pressure targets. For me, it was other things that you know I talk about with my doctor in terms of a place that I wanted to get to be physically. And of course, that's a that's a you know, a, 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 a beginning, it's a, it's a sounding stone for everything else that you want to do the whole rest of the year. So then I talked about financial goals. And there you might talk about rates of return that you'd like to get this year. Of course, everyone would like 80% every year, but uh, they've got to be attainable. That's one of the things we talked about last year. But I looked, I talked about, uh, at least to myself, rates of return. I talked about diversification of assets. I talked about risk management. Um, I talked to myself about asset acquisition, um, just to keep myself on track and have some specific things that I wanted to do. I got to tell you, I almost got distracted recently. I came across a real interesting opportunity in some real estate. And I started looking at this piece of real estate and thinking, wow, you could fix this, you could do that, you could that, you could flip it, you could rent it, you could da 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 It was a real opportunity. But then I had to step back and say, wait a minute, wait a minute. Was acquiring some real estate part of my goals this year? Is this something that's so incredible that I want to somehow vary from my stated goal? And my goal is to be pretty simple, pretty straightforward, to be mostly you know, in different, in different market issues, um, and I, I step back from that real estate temptation and to be connected to my goals, help me with that. And then I talked about recreational goals and those kind of support the physical goals. But when am I going to break out from work? When am I going to take certain vacations? Three day, four day, 
two week vacations, because if you don't lay them down on the calendar at the beginning of the year, you get to the end of the year and you'll have all this accrued vacation time. That's not really what it's supposed to be. I looked at career goals. Am I on the path that I want to be at? Am I on the path that's going to get me to my general vision statement? Uh, and I looked at personal goals as well. Uh, you know, meditation, for example, my own personal headspace, stress management. Um, and for me, something that's important is making a point to step back and um, look at the big picture. We get so caught up in the day-to-day -day crap that sometimes we, we don't stand back and, and look at the big picture. And I had spiritual goals in there as well. Um, so I don't know. That was kind of my New Year's. That's what I did. How about you guys? You guys do anything good for New Year's? Brian, take this one. <laughs> um, I had a very nice New Year's. I was able to meet up with some friends outside, had some cocktails um, on the deck and then we walked down to the uh, ocean and we watched the fireworks nice nice next but i will admit i will admit that those were the the early fireworks the 9 a.m.ers they have them at 9 and 12 um, they have them at 9 at 12 and i was like i'll do the 9 because i'm probably not going to make the 12 yeah, the dang the, the days of staying up till twelve is kind of like eh. You can watch you can watch it at nine and then go get a, a good night's sleep. <laughs> exactly. Are we getting old and boring? Boy, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, oh my god, guys, is this what I look forward to? I can't believe this. <laughs> I don't know. For me, you know, for me in the past, it was you know, oh, can you find a party? Can you go out to a dinner party? Can you get to the? And that was all good. This year, um, you know, it was like these TV shows that were on. Um, they they were really hyping these TV shows, and and yet one of the channels had like this co-host that was with Anderson Cooper. Did you guys see the, the some video clips of this? That was hilarious. I think it was Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen. And I didn't see this. What was this? He was unfiltered, guys. Dave, take it away. Well, I mean, he he admitted that that he was bombed and, and he's on the air bombed. And he's like, he starts in on this or that. He starts going after politicians and Anderson Cooper goes, do you really want to go down that road on new year's Eve? And back in the old days, if somebody showed up bombed on the air, all you get is the test pattern on your TV right away. They shut that down or you go to commercial and, and they go, uh, uh, yeah, he slipped off the top of the building. So, so now, uh, you know, um, you know, Bubby Barty is going to be the co-host of the show or whatever. But yeah, you found it entertaining. I, I was, I, it was kind of sad just to like let him embarrass himself for for entertainment. What do you think? I, I, I personally think it. I, I think it was just very interesting because it's well, kind of unparalleled to any yeah. other network. Yeah, I mean, it, it it truly was. I just watched video clips and it was interesting but I thought it was kind of sad. Don't, don't help him embarrass himself. Um, how about the other show? Did you see the other show? <laughs> Hold on guys. I just Googled that. Apparently he tweeted. Um, I was a bit overserved last yeah. night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a new, uh, yeah. We used to call it just. That's a nice or euphemism for I was bombed. 
Did you see the other show? With uh, was it Miley Cyrus and Pete Davidson? I guess that was the younger, trendier show. I didn't see it. Again, I saw clips. You know, you're you're cruising around the internet, and they go, "Oh, did you see this? Oh my God!" So, Miley Cyrus, you know, who who a lot of times doesn't wear a lot on stage to begin with, comes out in some little like slinky little top, and apparently, the clasp or something breaks, and she's got to like grab it to hold it up, and she runs off stage. And she comes back in a just a red blazer. And of course, she had to keep it risque. So the blazer wasn't like buttoned up or whatever. It was like open, like all the way down. And you're going, oh my gosh, did did her top fall off? Or we are we having a costuming moment? What would they call it? A costume malfunction at the Super Bowl? Um, I don't know. That that's kind of what New Year's was. Not not my bag so much. I watched a movie and went to bed. I wanted to get up early and start to focus on, you know, the fresh new aspect of the new year, which, which I really like so much. How about you, you, Nick? You're the, you're the youngest of the crew. Tell it, tell us you had some, some wild time. I had the big Omicron, Dave. It was not fun. Bummer. What? Bummer, dude. Do you feel pretty? Did you feel pretty bad? Yeah, I felt really bad. And, there's anything I'd say about it is that people underestimate the power of the COVID. Wow. Wow. And you were triple boosted. You were double boosted and you had the booster shot or you, you, had, had, you the, had your shots. I, I had the vaccine. Yeah. I, yeah. I had two shots. I was not boosted as they say. Oh, bummer. I just got boosted. I figured it was time. We, I true. I, I think it is. I, I, if I can go back, I would definitely get boosted as soon as possible. And, oh, yeah. um, you know, it's how many days were you down? I personally still feel down. I mean, this is two and a half weeks post my first symptoms. Wow. Brutal, brutal, brutal wow. stuff. Yeah. Get your, get your booster shot up there. Boy, don't we, don't we sound like a bunch of street dogs? Hey, hey, have you had your shots, man? Did you get did you get your booster? <laughs> it's like, like crazy how it turns out. Now they're talking about a fourth booster. And and the people are going, what are we gonna are we gonna boost every six months? I don't I mean I, I can't imagine, but um I yeah, I, I mean I mean, Dave, I I don't think this is going away anytime soon. Yeah. Bummer. And here I thought we were past our uh TFWP episodes, coronavirus editions. We might have to do another <laughs> one, huh? Oh, man. we've only just begun, man. Oh, man. So, so Nick, you were you were laying in bed, but uh, any any goals? Any goals you want to share? Yeah, one goal is to figure out a payment plan for my uh, student debt. <laughs> So for those of the listeners that aren't in the know, Nick just finished three years of law school, um, studied for, for an exam and, and passed a little three-day quiz. But now he's looking for that first big job, but he's also got to deal with paying or dealing with his student loans, which are pretty substantial, I guess. You warned me, Dave. You warned me three years ago on this same podcast. I know. You said, I want to go to law school and I'm going, what? You sure you want to incur that debt? But now you've done it. So now you're, 
now you're a f- fully committed individual. You got to make sure that you got enough income to, to, to pay that debt. You got your work cut out for you. Hey, did you happen to see what happened? Uh, what was it? Just this week, last week, uh, President Biden or the White House or somebody said that they were going to push uh, payments on student loans back another until six months. May. Until May. Until May. Let's go. So you got some time. You don't have to pay to May. Right. I, I think uh, from now until May would not even make a dent in my student debt. <laughs> no, that's true. And, and you know what? Um, they're telling people they have a holiday, but is it, are they really getting a holiday? Let me ask you this. If the payments are off till May, are they going to stop accruing interest? What do you think, Dave? Well, I, I, my guess would be probably not. Right. And if, and if that's the case, are they really doing you a favor by saying, well, you don't have to pay because that, that number continues to grow and and what's the payment term 10 years so uh, try like 30 30 years so that yeah. that amount is going to sit out there and accrue interest they're going to get i don't know six percent from you um and that's a pretty good investment for the you know for the bank or the government because they don't get that on and um on other loans necessarily um it's almost like they're not doing you a favor i, I remember and i tell the story about one year, I got a, a letter from a, a credit card company. And they said, well, Merry Christmas. We are going to suspend your December payment. So you can have a holly, holly jolly holiday. And I'm, I'm looking for the waiver of interest. And it's like, they weren't waiving the interest. All they were doing was letting you kick it down the can, you know, kick the can down the road and letting it accrue. Are they doing you a favor? I would argue not. They would do a favor for you if they said, hey, it's December. We're, we want to do something good for you. Your payments double this year, this month, you know, so that you get rid of that big balloon of debt. That's tough. That's well, that's, it's going to be a I think it's going to be a long you know, haul that Nick, you knew about. So this is just a you know, it's the next phase. Well, I think it's funny because every time I ask my parents, mom, dad, why did I go into law? They always tell me, Nick, you chose this path. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And, and, and Nick, you got to remember too, you're, you're at the, you're at the lowest part, part in the, the pit of student loan uh, despair because you, you know, you don't have that first income quite yet. And yet you're at maximum indebtedness and it'll get better and better, but, you really do got to take and, and pay attention to it. I mean, but you know that we did, we discussed that as well, you know? Well, of course, but I mean, I'm just waiting for president Biden to say all student loans are forgiven. I can't wait for that day. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. keep clicking your heels three times. That day yeah. is never going to happen. Yeah. I live in Kansas. I live in Kansas. I live in Kansas. <laughs> yeah, during the presidential campaign, that's what they were talking about. And, and the latest proposal that's in, in Washington is that they're going to forgive just about 10000 per person. And the average st- amount of student loans per student, I forget the exact number. Um, I didn't know we were going to go down this road necessarily tonight, but the exact number is like 30000 40000 So the, the student loan forgive- forgiveness is not going to be that significant even per person. And for graduate students, it's going to be a drop in the bucket. A $10,000 forgiveness for you, Nick, is, it's almost why bother you know so i uh, I, still 
I'll, I'll I mean, take anything. You'll I, take I, it. I, I know. I know. But I'm, I, I, I'm not discriminatory. If you want to put $1,000 to the Nicholas Appel ESQ fund, I am totally okay with that. Well, maybe maybe someone could send you. Maybe like you a, should start a Kickstarter. I like that. Oh, my goodness. I like that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. So everybody out there, we're already 4% down the, the road this year. So don't wait any longer. Listen to last week's podcast. Go off in a corner, write down your goals, come up with something. Otherwise, the year is just going to slip by and you'll be listening to our holiday show going, did I set some goals actually for this year? This is Dave Hagan and you're listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast. You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. If you have a question that you would like Dave to answer on the podcast, go to thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com. You can leave an audio message with one click of a button or type your message into the question box. Either way, it's sent right to Dave's phone. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you receive the new episode notifications. Let's listen in now as Dave answers some emails. All right. I think Brian's got one for me. Go ahead, Brian. All right. This is from uh, Rochelle, and she writes in, Dave, I just lost my life insurance. Can you point me to a place where I can get new insurance? Uh, Important points are as follow. My husband and I have been married 30 years. Uh, He works full time and does well. I work part time and do pretty well, too. Our health is pretty good. Uh, We have two kids out of the house and have decent careers, and we almost own our house. um, And we actually also have a couple of rentals. I feel like it's so irresponsible not to have life insurance. Can you point me in the direction of where to get some? Thanks in advance, Rochelle. Sure, Rochelle. Sure, absolutely. I mean, here's some thoughts. Um, I, I, I'm going to assume some things. I'm assuming that you're talking about uh, term insurance, not whole life, uh, or universal insurance. Uh, as most of our readers know, term insurance is insurance to um, take care of people uh, who depend upon you for support in the event something happens to you whole life universal those are those have a term insurance component but are also investment in vehicles Um, so i'm going to assume that it's term life insurance and um, i'm also going to assume that your insurance was um wrongfully or not wrongfully but but terminated in, in a correct manner in other words if the insurance company dropped you wrongfully you need to um talk to an attorney or if they um, didn't renew you wrongfully for some reason, you need to talk to an attorney. And of course, you need to talk with your, your agent who sold you the, the policy first. But assuming that that's all in place, um, you know, I can't see any dependent here that's dependent upon you and why you necessarily need life insurance. Your husband's working well. Um, he's covered. He's, you know, he's, he, he's certainly secure. Your kids are out on their own. They're doing well. They're secure. They're certainly not depending upon you for life insurance or for support. There's no reason to have a contract that would um, pick up and take care of um, their need for support should something happen to you. Um, 
you and your husband own your house or most of your house. You've got a couple of rentals that sounds like they're doing so good. So I don't know that you need to feel irresponsible. I'm guessing that maybe you got oversold by an agent back in the day. And you know, they told you, oh, you got to have life insurance. You got to have life insurance. And you know what? Um, maybe, maybe you don't. You know, there, there was a point a couple of years back where I was looking at that and there were a few years left on the contract to pay. And, and I called the agent up and I said, what if I don't pay? And they said, well, they'll just stop the insurance. And I thought, well, what do I need the insurance for? We got the insurance when we were younger in our careers, didn't have much in the way of assets and had a couple of young kids. Now we don't have young kids. The kids are fine. They're on their own. Uh, we've, we've got a little bit of money under our belt, not like we're rolling in the dough, but we're okay. And I just thought, you know what, that thousand, fifteen hundred a year, whatever it was, maybe we really don't need that anymore. And I just decided to um, let it lapse. So I know that's a different way of thinking about it. I know that's not the way people were, were taught to think about it 30, 40, 50, whatever years ago, but it's kind of a new thought. And I think, Rochelle, maybe it's something that you should think about. So there you've got it. More discussions about goals and email on the back end. I think we're just about at a wrap. Brian, thanks for coming in. Good to see you. Thanks for having me, Dave. Good to see you guys. Happy New Year. Hey, same to you, Nick. I hope you're feeling better, buddy. Thanks, man. Um, I'm getting through it, but we will persevere. I like it. I like it. Yeah. You know, maybe next episode, you'll be feeling a little more, um, perky although you know we we do this by video your 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 video feed's looking pretty good i don't i don't know if that's a picture of uh, three weeks ago of you or something but uh you're look you're looking pretty healthy hang in there guy dave i'm holding a picture in front of my face that's why <laughs> all right all you listeners go out put together your goals and start moving forward on those because we're already four percent into the year this is david hagan and you've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast. You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. If you have a question that you would like Dave to answer on the podcast, go to thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com. You can leave an audio message with one click of a button or type your message into the question box. Either way, it's sent right to Dave's phone. Remember, Dave will randomly draw from the submitted questions and pick the winner of a free one-hour personal conversation with Dave to help you achieve your financial goals. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you receive the new episode notifications or share the podcast via the app with your family and friends. This is your announcer, Nick Appel, wishing you every financial success.